Hey guys, welcome back to Movie Geek. My name is Carissa Corona, and this is my series, Dystopian December. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm watching like every dystopian film that's on our streaming apps, and then you can watch them with me and discuss them with me. And like, I think it's just like a fun way to end 2020. Um, we don't know what's gonna happen I had this thought yeah I, I said this in another podcast but I had this thought when I was driving past an amusement park and it was completely desolate I was like oh my god what if this is the beginning of all of the books we've ever read <laughs> what if this is the moment and we just don't know it because it, we've never experienced this before so um I've told this to people multiple times um I've I've I'm I'm a decent age. I've lived through some pretty cool uh, seasons in my life. And then I've also had some really bad ones. And at some point, they all intertwined with each other. I was in junior high when the Twin Towers went down. And for me specifically, you know, being attacked as Americans, um, that was never something I experienced before. That's something I've read about in books. I read about World War II, but I never actually had experienced I've read about Vietnam. I mean, we weren't attacked in Vietnam, but I mean, I've read about those moments, but I didn't actually like experience them and nothing had really happened since then, since Vietnam, you know? So there was a couple of wars, but nothing really like drastic you know we were kind of going through a period of abundance so for us you know my age group and anyone older we were like old enough to realize like hey this isn't okay but because we didn't really have like a technology that we have now internet was not the way it was back like how it is right now but back then it was not like that so finding information just wasn't it just wasn't like a thing for us like that. We could we could ask Jeeves, but that was about it. And Jeeves wasn't probably going to tell us the truth. So, um, you know, that was really my first experience. And then when I graduated high school, uh, I was like 19 years old. A couple of years after high school, we had the swine flu. And then we went into a recession. So, you know, people want to say that we've done this before, but we haven't. In 2008, when we had the swine flu and a recession, we weren't wearing masks. Um, I had a mask on in that time frame because Humboldt had a huge fire and it was like blowing over Chico. So it actually kind of looked like I am legend, like it was kind of creepy, but uh, like smoke and ash everywhere. So that's why. So if you see pictures of people wearing masks, that's why it was because of the fires. It wasn't because of a virus. We weren't told to wear a mask. We weren't told our life never changed because of the swine flu. Um, even they didn't even call it a pandemic because it literally like <laughs> it didn't change our lives, but yet it was happening all over the world. So we saw it. We saw it on the news. We saw that it was happening all over the world. We saw that people were dying, but we weren't mandated to do anything, actually. Um, if anything, they distracted us with the election because, like they always do, uh, isn't it funny that pandemics and serious health issues happen during election years? Food for thought. Um, but yeah, 2008 was an election year. We were... We were uh, all distracted because we all wanted to be part of history. We all wanted to vote for the first black uh, president. 
which sounds racist in its own and i literally thought that back then i remember i was i was in i went to a liberal i was living in a liberal town liberal school chico and i was working in a coffee shop and i was i was working and this group of kids came in and they're all like wearing their obama stuff and so i asked them why are you voting for him like what what research have you done and they were like oh we want to be a part of history we want to be part of the first black man to become president and I'm like, that's seriously the only thing, reason why you want to, like, that's weird. And they were okay with it. <laughs> they genuinely wanted to be part of this. They wanted to be a part of everything that they were being fed by the mainstream media. And I remember thinking in my 19 year old self, like, that's so stupid. Why, why would you vote for someone by the color skin that's so racist? But he ended up becoming president. And just like I suspected, he was a terrible president. And he spent most of the money on vacations. A lot of people don't know that. They don't have that research. They don't know that he spent most of his eight years as president on vacation. They also spent the most money as president. But that's because they didn't have money before. They had rich family members, but they themselves were not very wealthy. So when we have presidents who are wealthy, they don't tend to spend the money on personal things because they have money. So they do that on their own time. Um, but Obama ended up spending like, it was like $10 million, I think, on just personal like food flights I think he spent like most of it on flying to all it like he used Air Force One on a lot of his trips and just going places um oh uh, Michelle Obama spent so much money on clothes uh and then I you know most of you guys already know this I actually work in public school system so everybody wants to praise her for her food her food uh public school food lunch program and actually it's terrible we at one point we all had like healthy foods and then she changed the program and then it became like processed disgusting food and most of it was every time we would open up like a box of something there would be rotted stuff in there like expired food so if you don't work in the system you don't know that you don't know that that's happening so you believe the things that are being said to you about whatever good thing you think they're happening. Same thing with um, the Obamacare. Huge flop in history, and it actually, like, hurt people. Because there's, you know, everybody was having now all this insurance, but uh, people who actually needed to go to the hospital were not able to get in. And so there was a lot of people, like, having issues with that program and then there was so many different clause it was actually costing people more money than it was helping them and then obviously he tried to like put in our taxes that we'd have to pay taxes if we didn't have that health care even though like the liberals always like to say health care is a human right well if it's a human right I shouldn't have to pay for it if I don't want to blah you know I'm done ranting but I think what's interesting about watching these dystopian movies is you kind of see how, like, things are happening right now, um, because, like, they're claiming we've been through this before, but we haven't, our lives didn't change much, 
and now they are. Our lives are drastically changed. And I'm noticing that every single time you have a different opinion than the mainstream media, you're an asshole and you're the one that's a bad person. I remember like the beginning of this, this whole election, people were like, we just want peace and love, blah, blah, blah. And then the moment you were like, well, these are the facts about Biden. These are the facts about Kamala. And I just don't agree with them. Then you're like, oh, you're a racist. You're a male chauvinist. You're this or that. And I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm not those things. Um, I just, I see the big picture. I see the facts. You're not looking at the facts. You're just listening to the fairy tale stories that they're giving you. And so I'm like, free healthcare sounds wonderful if you don't work and you're not the one paying the taxes. <laughs> I, I'm a single mom and I pay $1,000 in taxes. Half of my check, guys, half, I work three days a week. Half of that check goes to taxes. That's wild to me. I was explaining to someone yesterday about how a lot of her age, she was, you know, she was believing that she was liberal and, you know, I'm like, you can, you can believe in people's freedoms for sexual preferences and still not want everybody to have your money because sexual preferences should not be a political matter. Um, if it's a consenting adult, you know, what is a political matter is if they're trying to like hurt children, then yeah, of course I'm going to like have an opinion about that. That's not what I want. But if people are consenting adults, that should not be a political matter. However, this is the big flip to that. There's always these backdoor hidden agendas. So they will push the agenda of, oh, you should, you should vote for gay marriage. But then in the background, it's like, oh, but I'm also throwing this, this little like tax, you know? So it's like, we never actually get to vote for the things we actually want to vote for. And so I've always told people like, they make you feel like, oh, if you don't agree with this specific financial choice, then you must be a bad person. And I'm like, well, okay, think about it, but this way she works a full-time job. You get paid 12 bucks an hour. You've worked 12 hours. And now you, you, you know, your, your day's over and you have $144 in your pocket. But the liberal mindset is even though you've worked so hard, you've worked those 12 hours, you've worked 12 bucks an hour, and now you have $144 in your pocket. They want you to give 80% of that. So now you are stuck. You, you have to give 115.20. So $115 and 20 cents to the, your neighbor, but that person didn't work at all. That person was just laying around at their home, but it's your responsibility to take care of them because it's their human right to be able to lay around at home, but still have all the same things you do. That sounds crazy. That is psychotic. But if you say something, if you are the, if you, if you speak up, you're the bad person. 
So no, I do not agree with free health care. I feel like that is a human right. You should be able to decide if you want to pay for health care, but it is not my responsibility to pay for health care for you. Do you get what I'm saying? But with those thoughts, with that opinion, I would be considered the bad batch. So if you're wondering what movie I'm actually going to talk about today, that is the movie. It's called The Bad Batch. It is about a society in America or around the world. We don't know. It doesn't really tell you that. We just know that it's based in Texas. And I feel like that actually has a lot to say. Um, Because I don't believe it has to do with politics. Just because Texas is a Republican state means absolutely nothing. I think it has more to do with the fact that it's a desert. Um, Texas... I feel like at one point we're not going to have a party system. We're going It's just going to be one whole because I think both parties have the same agenda. They just have different lingo to pr- like push that agenda. Um, so like, I think eventually it'll just be one corrupt system, and within that corrupt system, we're gonna be told what to do. It's like serious, like 1984. St- at 84 stuff you know we're going to be told this is how we have to live this is how we have to think we have to be polite we have to follow the rules this is what we got to do so then there's a group of people that are told they're considered a bad batch because they don't have those personalities I would be one of those people I would be thrown into the bad batch because I question everything I question every single person's motive I want to know what 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 is the what is what is the underlying what what I you're what you're not telling me You know, I am not the type of person that wants to, like, follow rules. (laughs) It's been an issue in my entire life. I'm just, I question everything. I question authority. I question, why, why am I supposed to listen to you? That's basically how I've been ever since I was a kid. You don't just get my respect. You have to earn it. And you have to give me a reason to trust you. Just because you, you claim you have this authority over me doesn't make you authoritative you know some people make some terrible ass decisions you know and their parents so like we should question that we should question why they feel like they are capable of having these decisions so that is what my whole like my entire life you know and I feel like in a lot of way it was pushed like yeah my parents encouraged it because they're, they they saw that they saw that this little like brain had something going for her you know and in other times it like stressed them out because you know they just wanted me to listen but I wouldn't because I am I I'm a rebellious person by nature but hey it's gotten me pretty far in life and I've become extremely woke because of it so it's really hard to convince me otherwise I don't really listen to mainstream media because they feel like they're lying all the time and so this group of people the bad batch they're thrown out into the middle of nowhere and then it's not that necessarily they were bad but now they're basically like exiled people and they have to figure out how to survive in this wilderness this desert and it's also trash. It's trash landfills. It's like crazy. There's literally, it's it's like a whole world. And I feel like that's literally what would happen in a sense, because 
the, the landmines are trash you know all these all these things like they literally just throw their trash out the, there and then these people create a world out of their trash reminds me of another movie i talked about or another show called c if you guys haven't watched that on apple tv you should see it is crazy but all of our leftover trash is what creates this new world right so these people they're living in the desert they've now they've done the natural human thing which is going to colonize with other people with like-minded pursuits and so there's like a group of people that are they like to work out and they are um quote unquote like the hicks of the people because they are all like they work out they shoot guns they eat people that's what they do that's their group of people then there's this other place where it's more of like the common folk they're just regular people that look kind of group together and they have um they eat animals instead like rabbits and whatnot they just they, they're not huge on like violence that's their life over there and then there's this other group it's called the dream there's always a group of people that are like that they want to tell you they want to become the dictators of this whole entire world and they will tell you that they have this perfect life and they're so full of life and they're so like the right you know they're the right group of people and so that's keanu reeves's group of people and he actually like populates the world with his seed and he has all these wives it's really interesting um but they also have they they like get people to come by showing them like drugs and party you know it's supposed to be a good time well there's this the main character she is a young lady and she is thrown out into she's considered a bad batch and um she ends up like she she has a rough beginning the beginning of the movie is kind of rough that's when you kind of introduce to the cannibals because they capture her and eat half of her body they eat one arm and one and one leg and she finds a way to escape and then she's captured by another group of people and then she comes across this little girl there's like a whole you have to watch the movie but that's the gist of it she finds this little girl and now that's what the movie's about this little girl and like her relationship with this little girl and then you come up with jason momoa who is her dad and he's looking for her um and i find it interesting because i feel like every dystopian movie has to do with like a child you know and saving a child or the children are the ones that are being attacked and then you have to save them so I feel like there's something about this next generation that we should really pay attention to or protect I don't know but I feel like that's the gist of this movie finding another generation and protecting them making sure that they live past this moment in time and they create a better life um and then you know there's a sense of love and family and I don't know I feel like this movie isn't like the greatest dystopian movie ever told but it's definitely interesting and it definitely brings you to a point of realizing who we are naturally as humans um there's always going to be a group of people that are the the strongest and the fittest and then there's going to be the people who just kind of sit back and let other people be in charge and control and I think that's definitely I think we mask that you know 
I don't think that politicians are the fittest and the strongest. I don't think they're fit to lead our country. I mean, Biden hasn't even been president. He already broke his ankle. Like, come on. (laughs) Um, I mean, but that's a joke, guys, by the way. That's a joke. But, I mean, if you look at all the presidents in the past and how they handled situations, at the end of the day, they're humans. They're humans, and not every human is actually fit to be the leader. They just have more money to become the leader, and that's really what happens. Um, And you see that in this film, like, this whole colony of people. It's more about a will because they have nothing no one is the richest person they have nothing so they literally had to will themselves to the top of these colonies and be the leader and create a new world for them because that's all they had and I wonder if we as a people I don't think we should be cannibalists that's gross but if we could will ourselves to be more than what society is telling us to be if we could take what we have and create a new world I think that would be beneficial to Americans um or the rest of the world I don't know I don't live there so I don't know what you guys are going through but I know in America right now we definitely need a revolution (laughs) we need to overthrow our government and start over because it's obviously not working for us I think there's elements of our government that definitely we should have and keep I like, I think that our constitution is great. It's flawless. It's wonderful. I mean, it's not flawless because obviously we've created flaws from it. However, it has a good foundation to who human rights are. However, we have forgotten that the preamble says we the people, we the people, we decide, we the people, we are the boss. And yet we've allowed our government to dictate us and challenge our way of life and it's important that we get back to the principle I don't think we should get back to like the principle of like the British and why they came here that's not what I'm saying if anything we should go further back to like how Indians did things how they lived their lives because they were the ones who lived here first and they knew better Mexicans they lived in the western side You know, if you look at, like, Hispanic culture, it actually has a lot to offer on, like, how our lives are every day and, like, the natural ways that we live. So, I think that's where we got to get to. We got to get back to that point. We got to get back to the point of allowing ourselves to uh, outgrow what society has told us to be. And I think that movie definitely shows us. You show growth. It shows change and new ideas and being introduced to new things and being told, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. I think that's important and that's something that we should do. So if you guys want to watch this movie, like I said, it's not the greatest movie that you'll ever see in your life, but it definitely sparks your interest. It's got got some weird things going on in there. And I'm not opposed at all if Jason Momoa wants to play a Hispanic in another movie I'm about it his little accent was adorable 
he could work on it obviously but he he sounded adorable and he looked great as a hispanic from miami wonderful i think he was cuban i'm not really sure i don't want to stereotype him but he did a great job playing a latino and i'm about it so you should do it i am db gave it a 5.3 out of 10 i feel like that's pretty pretty good like i said there's not much to the movie it's just watching humankind. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 47%. Metacritic gave it a 62%. Google users gave it a 57%. And I'm probably going to give it a 6 out of 10. Because I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's not a terrible movie. However, if you're looking for like jaw-dropping performances, this is not the movie for you. And if you're looking for like this a psycho thriller dystopian film this is probably not the movie for you but if you would like to see something in its raw authenticity then this is the movie that you should watch this is this is humankind at its finest watch the film it's on netflix um it's called the bad batch starring Suski Waterhouse and Jason Momoa. All right guys i've talked for a really long time so uh, if i have some really interesting points let me know follow me on instagram at carissa corona underscore same thing on twitter at carissa corona underscore or if you think i'm just a complete idiot please let me know about that too because i would love to hear why you think i'm an idiot and what better information do you have for me to learn i love to learn so comment post share Share this podcast, share the thoughts, share. I want to see conversations brewing and, um, and I will talk to you guys later. I think the next movie I'm going to watch is The Circle. All right, guys. Bye.